0: in America. This is The Daily Answer. I'm your host, Mark Dunnigan. Thank you so much for tuning in. People often complain about the disappearance of customer service, typically probably older people like myself who grew up in a time of amazing customer service where businesses realized that they had to earn your business and that people could easily go somewhere else. And that they could go out of business. And as the owner of the grocery store often told us, the person who pay, who pays you, the person who signs your paycheck, he said, it's not me. It's the people that come in the store. Without them, you don't get paid. And may I suggest to you, there's still some good customer service out there. Um, I think of places like in and out Burger, um, Chick-fil-A those places have i've been very pleased by the customer service Culver's would be another example of that bucky's yes good old bucky's amazing customer service years ago when you went to fill up at the local gas station or service station as it was called the attendant usually not a teenager but there might be there might be, been a teenager working there after school working extra money But typically, the person in charge, uh, the person that was often there pumping gas, was a grown man. And often, the actual owner would run out, pump your gas, even check your oil. Uh, These were times when the people at the service station knew things about cars, that they were mechanically inclined, and that they understood how cars function. You know, they would wash your windshield, kind of check your wipers, check your oil, check your water or your fluids. They also fix flat tires, could diagnose an electrical problem, install a water pump, put in a new battery, etc. My mom would often tell the story that one time, I think it was her and my older brother, and maybe her mom, pulled into a local gas station. So here they come pulling into a local gas station, but she was unaware that coming out of the back of their vehicle was gray black smoke and that and of course the eyes of the service station attendants when they saw this car coming into their station with Belching out behind it, black, gray smoke, you know, and here they were surrounded by thousands of gallons of combustible fuel fluid. They were horrified. And when she pulled up next to the pump, they grabbed her out and everyone else in the car. And she would often tell that story like this smoking rocket or bomb coming into the fuel station. That story reminds me that there were years that my wife and I did not have very dependable cars. And some of that was on me. I probably didn't have them maintenance as regularly as I should have, have the oil changed. And now I'm very religious about regular maintenance, oil changes, tire rotation, etc. Well, I had a Chevy celebrity, and well. I, I dreaded, when we were in Portland, we lived in the metro area, and or in order to get your tags for the car, you had to, you had to go through DEQ, the Department of Environmental Quality, and they tested, they tested your rig for like, uh, you know, the exhaust pipe and other stuff like, was it within specs? And on one occasion, besides that celebrity, I had a little black Dotson, and two men in the booth at the test station looked at each other and said, should we let this little car pass man they felt sorry for me when i took in the celebrity they told me to you know bring up the rpms i think to about 2500 well i did and i filled up the entire deq facility with gray smoke they quickly told me to take my foot off the gas and and as all the employees were choking and running for fresh air i asked uh, did i pass in times past one of the perks of going to your gas station grocery store getting a set of new tires was that they gave you s and h green stamps and over the years i think maybe i saved one strip of them from my youth and so you would get you would get stamps that would kind of in their calculations would be the equivalent of, you know, the $200 that you paid for tires or the $150 you spent on your groceries. And you would get those stamps. Then they had these little books, um, quick saver books. And in those books, you know, with a sponge or your tongue, but probably recommend like a little sponge, you would paste your stamps and, you know, and then you would have a full book. well, they had stores they had redemption centers they had one in salem i believe it was on south commercial downtown and they would um, they would have catalogs in there that would say hey if you want this lamp that's going to be this many books if you want a baseball glove it's 10 books or if you want this and to this day i have like this little hunting knife that i got one time and i mean i would th- th- those those and I believe also where maybe they they gave you green stamps at the grocery store, maybe you you could you could get your Quick saver books there, but it seems like that you could also get your catalog there, and man, right there with the Sears catalog, thumbing through that, dreaming about, um, how many books for this and how many books for that, and when you when you got to the Redemption Center, I had a couple of vivid vivid memories of that experience first of all there was this counter of women you would go up there and they would check out your books and they would have a piece of rubber on like one or both thumbs and none of their other fingers I don't think and they would sit there and thumb through your books and and make sure that you know you weren't cheating or anything or you hadn't missed a page and all this all the places were filled in and I mean it was it was pure art I mean, where are people that know how to do stuff like that anymore? I mean, it was a, a person might say, well, that's an entry level position that probably paid minimum wage, etc." but it was a skill to be able, and, and they sounded like those machines at banks that would count money, you know, you know, just kind of sounded like that. And to this day, to this day, uh, I don't, I don't know if there's any online videos of, Well, there were no video cameras back there. Any movies, any movies, Super 8 movies of the women at the SNH Redemption Center? thumbing through the books. I mean, to me, that was entertainment, just like, that's amazing. And then the other thing that you would notice is that, um, well, you didn't, if my memory serves me right, you didn't take anything off the shelf. That They would have an example, they would have one example of all your items, but you didn't grab the item there in the store. There was a conveyor belt, so you you turned in your books, you told them what you wanted, and then this conveyor belt went behind them and into the mysterious back room. And then all of a sudden, items from the back room would come out, and there would be your baseball glove or your hunting knife. And it would just magically arrive. I don't know, things that you think about when you were a kid. When I worked at the IGA, um, starting in the 70s in Silverton and moving to Salem, oh, it seems like by the time, by the, I don't know, just seems like that by the time I left the Silverton store, green stamps were a little bit starting to go the way of the dinosaur. And this would have been like late 70s, early 80s. Um, I mean, many of the discount or big box stores were starting to show up. Waremart, not Walmart. It was called Waremart, and later it, it would become Winco. And it it was it was one of those stores where um, a little bit more of a warehouse store, where they may not take all the items out of a box. They just might open up the box, and there's the box, and you take your stuff out. You know, like canned goods. They're not gonna it put individual canned goods on a the shelf, there's an open box of chili beans or whatever. And if you want one, reach in there and, and grab it. And and so I remember we still, we still were handing out green stamps, but we also, I was a checker and it would be, do you want green stamps or the 2% discount? And it just seems like many people were starting to opt for the 2% discount and actually and and i'm i'm glad i caught that era it was a neat era of it really was for where businesses were trying to give some sort of incentive for you to come in uh, and besides restrooms or public restrooms and besides clean restrooms and besides courteous staff and help and uh, a nice shopping experience um that they, they tried to say hey and we're going to give you this perk too because we want you coming back and we want you doing business with us um it just seems like it seems like we live in a world today that so many businesses are disconnected and it may, maybe it's the people that he, uh, that are running them are at some corporate headquarters and never deal with the public which is a big mistake a big mistake the people who are running your business need to be dealing with the public they need to be seeing how things are done at the local level um or or you're going to go out of business you know your employees some bad employees are really going to ruin and turn people off but it it could be one of those things that there's I, i i get the sense i get the sense that there's a number of businesses out there that their attitude is, we really don't need to treat you that well because if you don't come to do business with us, there's a steady line of other people showing up, okay? It is that we only really have to make a very small percentage of the American population content with our product, maybe not even happy, but like, yeah, it it really doesn't have to be that good. Because we're given we're, we're producing maybe a lousy product and um with lousy service and people are still showing up. Okay. Um I think that always comes to an end. And maybe we're coming near the end of that. The, the same thing is true is just kind of beware of kind of the, you know, for a while there men businesses were looking for help. Help wanted, help wanted, help wanted. And hey, I don't really need to be that good of an employee because I can go down the street and they'll hire me and they'll even put up with me if I'm not that great help because they're desperate, right? Maybe that's coming to an end too. It, it, what you sow, you reap. And so really be very, very careful if you have a business and I'm talking to the business community, the corporate world right now, Be very careful about thinking that you can offer a poor product and poor quality service and people are just going to take it Uh, because eventually things reset and people tighten up their belts and people actually, if they're going to spend money, spend it on something that's actually quality and that's good service. Things might be swinging back that way right now, and the thing is, the thing is that that always catches people between bites. It really does. It seems like it. It it just it's just suddenly there one day. Of uh, just suddenly there one day. It's almost there's been this. It's been accumulating, and just suddenly one, one day that oh oh, people aren't showing up like they were. Oh, oh, employers are not hiring like they were. Oh, oh, that 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 thing on my resume where I didn't stick to those jobs or I didn't give notice and I quit, they're looking at that now. That's coming back to haunt me. That happens. That always happens in life. And, and beware of thinking that things will just continue like they always have been. Well, we've, and, and be, beware of that phrase, the new normal. Well, this is the new normal. Companies are just have to put up with bad employees. No, no. That always comes to an end. Now, well, the new normal is that um, you can put out a pretty lousy product and see people are going to still buy it. Maybe for a while. It catches up to you, though. It does catch up to you. This is Mark Dunigan for The Daily Answer. Again, good so. Good customer service always makes sense. It, it always is the right thing to do to people, to pe- pe- treat people right. That's always right. And, and you'll never regret that. You'll never regret that, you know, we had clean bathrooms here. We had a great product. We served good food. We had polite employees and helpful employees. Um, that's always the right thing to do. And I know, I know it's frustrating to see businesses that are not following that model that seem to be doing okay for now, for now. And then all of a sudden you wake up and it's like, oh, all of those places shut down. It, it's when it happens, it happens quick, my friend. The same thing is true when Jesus shows up. Yeah, looks like nothing's going on, nothing's going on, nothing's going on. One day is just like another day, nothing's going on. And then it's quick, like the thief in the night. We'll see you in the funny papers.